0: Welcome to the Creating Us podcast hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. My name is Jason and I'm excited to be with you as we continue a journey through the simple truths of leadership. Hey, everyone. Welcome to week three of the Simple Truths of Leadership Playbook Book Study. So I'm excited to be with you as we talk about a concept that's been around for many years. And Ken Blanchard has talked about it uh, and in so many different ways. I, I would make the assumption that many of us have a familiarity with this simple truth, which is servant leaders turn the traditional pyramid upside down. And we really, we turn it around and we're going to dive into that. But I want to do a quick plug for Randy Connolly's book study on the Simple Truths of Leadership playbook. His uh, book study is actually uh, once a month, and he does a morning, an early morning, and an evening session. And here's what I love about it. I attended last month's, the first one, and I will fully be transparent here, I was a few minutes late, but what I loved was it was attended by members of the Texas Tech University System and also individuals from across the United States and maybe even globally talking about how they would apply these simple truths in their organizations. So if you want to expand your understanding of these simple truths and how they would be applied in a multitude of different scenarios, I would encourage you head over to Blanchard uh, in the Blanchard community and register. It is free, so you don't have to pay anything for it, but you sign up, you get an email reminder, you can put it on your calendar. And again, it's one more way that we can challenge our assumptions, we can be open to the different perspectives of those across the United States and again, globally. All right, so let's dive into our simple truth of the week. Again, we're looking at this idea of servant leaders are able to turn the traditional pyramid upside down. Now, what we're getting at with this is when Ken Blanchard talks about you know, the vision and the direction, as leaders, we are responsible to our team to ensure that the vision and the direction are clear. That part would fit into the traditional or this pyramid on the left, where leadership is kind of up at the top or they are at the top, not kind of, but they are up at the top. They're setting that vision, the strategy and the direction. They're then sharing that information down. But to operationalize it, that pyramid has to be flipped. And now we're looking at that second pyramid where leadership then needs to be able to come alongside their team members and support them in the implementation and operationalization of that vision and that direction. Many times, and and I'm gonna say this out of my experience, I have heard individuals say, we need to flip that pyramid around for everything that we do. Yes and no. No in the context of, the vision, that long-term kind of foresight as to the direction of the company needs to come from the top. As a leader, we have to be able to guide our team members in the direction we want to go. Once that's set, yes, we want to flip it around. In addition, we need to constantly be talking to our customers, our patients, our students, and our frontline staff in aligning, in making sure that the direction we're moving. So we've got the vision, we've got the direction. Now that we're putting it into place, any modifications that we make need to come from those on the front line and from those middle, middle level uh, leaders, because we need to get that real-time feedback and really seeking to understand the effect of the decisions that we're making. So there's a few practices that uh, Connolly and Blanchard give us, and I'm going to go back to the Simple Truths of Leadership book when they say that you have to be able to communicate to your people that you work for them, not the other way around. Uh, Your job is to serve, right? Not to evaluate everything. I am there to say, how can I support you accomplish this mission? Secondly, you want to empower your people by letting them bring their brains to work. In this way, they become responsible, uh, able to respond to their internal and external customers, patients, students, whatever it is. Your job is to be responsive to them, helping them accomplish their goals. And we can move forward into the playbook by taking this a little bit further and making it actionable by saying, all right, So if we are truly going to flip this pyramid around, and I would argue that this, at each of our universities, our leadership has set the direction. They've given us a vision. They've told us, hey, here's where we're going. Look at our mission. Look at our uh, vision, our strategic planning. We have that. So let's make that flip, right? And so we need to start looking at how we can put this into practice. So there's a few things to consider. And this is what Blanchard and Connolly give us in the playbook when they say some leaders are concerned that when they start serving and empowering their people, their leadership won't matter as much. But what do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? This is a common perception and a common misperception that leaders have, is they struggle with, and I've heard this feedback many times, where leaders have said, you know, Jason, I I get it, but what's the point of me being here? Well, in in all honesty, your point the point of you being there is to ensure that there's clarity, that there's trust, that there's relationships, that there's collaboration. You're really kind of the conductor, right? But you're helping people navigate through the realities. You have employees that maybe they range from one day to 30 plus years, 40 years of service. Your role as a leader is going to be different for each of them. And so while you may not be the one up front saying, do this, do that, do this, which by the way, how many of our employees want their leaders standing over their shoulders saying, do this, do that, you can be the one that's there saying, all right, um, what issues are you running into? Here's how I can pave the way, clear the way. You know, that's one thing a, a leader of mine would say uh, to me many times is, let me pave the way for you so you can go in and do the job that you do. That's how we should really be looking at this. And so if you're afraid of it, you know, there's a another simple truth that We're going to get to, um, and I I can't, I should have, I should have had it, but the the saying is just coming to my mind where, um, you know, it's that belief that many times leaders will come into a new role and they feel like they have to behave a certain way. They have to make decisions a certain way because they feel like their employees um, are looking at them as, oh, they know it all, but what's the reality the reality is they already know you don't know everything. So don't worry about that, right? You can put that off to the side, which I think makes it easier to flip this traditional pyramid to say, let me come alongside of you. I have strengths. I have areas that led me into this leadership position, and I want to be able to understand, know, and utilize your strengths. In areas where you may have a deficiency or you're weak in, let's pull other people in to help strengthen that area. So again, as we think about the role of leadership in this flipped pyramid, our role as leaders really becomes the conductor and really kind of evaluating and paying attention to what's happening. And then the second prompt they give us is, would serving team members and helping them win be more or less challenging for a leader than traditional top-down leadership, where the leader calls the shots and leaves people alone to figure out how to meet their goals? Why or why not? What do you think? So this week, here's what we're being tasked with. And actually, before I get there, I want to go back to that second prompt. You know, again, why or why not? Is it easier... Right? To be, I'm here to help you win versus here it is, you figure it out. Which one do you think is more uh, desired? Which one do you think would create more success? Why or why not? All right. So back to our task for the week. Uh, as a leader, do three things that make servant leadership come alive for your team members. Write about it and just, you know, identify what are the reactions that you get. I am confident that they're going to be positive. All right, so simple truth number three. uh, Servant leaders turn the traditional pyramid upside down. I'd love to know your thoughts, so please shoot me an email. Let me know what were some of the reactions that you came up with. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so let me know at jason.weber at ttu.edu.